Do you share an Apple ID with your spouse or a significant other? What's the pros? What's the cons? That's what Chet and Gary talk about today. Let's go! Good morning, Chad, and how are you today? Doing great, Gary. How about yourself? Fantastic. I just have one question. It's been okay. so long since we did this, I don't think I remember how. You know what? I didn't even know what this thing in front of me was there for a minute. <laughs> I thought it was a table decoration, but uh, it's a microphone. <laughs> it's a microphone, yes. So today, I think we'll talk a little bit about um, Apple IDs. Okay. And some of our members are, you're well aware that they share Apple IDs. Right. And let's get into that a little bit about what's the benefits and what's the what's the hindrance of having of having a, a shared Apple ID. Okay. the uh, The thing that we're talking about is that uh, when you have an iPhone, iPad, uh, an Apple Watch, uh, a MacBook, uh, you can log into or you should be logged into iCloud, and you log in using an Apple ID. And if the Apple ID is the same Apple ID, then all of the devices that are logged in with that Apple ID share information. So if you make a change in contacts on one, it's going to show on the other devices and so forth. And one of the things, as you were indicating, we've seen with uh, several of our members is that a husband and wife will have separate iPhones, for example, but they will log into the same Apple ID because it seems on the surface to be very simple to do. And that does allow contact information that should be shared, calendar information is automatically shared, messages are shared between them and so forth. So it sounds on the surface like that's a great benefit. The downside of that is when you look at an iPhone, there's a lot of very personal information and iPhones are starting to be used as devices that are associated with a single individual. For example, uh, my car uses my iPhone as the key that unlocks the car and allows me to start the engine on the car and drive the car. And if I've got two people out here with different iPhones, uh, probably with the car it's okay, but health information is expecting that the iPhone is associated with only one person and not with two. So what kind of health information is being captured in that situation? Is it beneficial? Uh, the medical ID information, the emergency contact information, uh, because it's the same Apple ID on two different phones, I'm not sure whether that information or, or which phone would be feeding that information into the account. So that kind of suggests that maybe having multiple Apple devices that are owned by two different people logged into the same Apple ID is not the right answer. Plus any purchases they made from the App Store or apps would automatically automatically go, go over to them and so forth, yes. But one of the things that I've noticed is that over the last few years, Apple has done quite a bit to create and foster the concept of a family 
or a group of people that are closely connected with each other, but they're not the same Apple ID. And some of the things, in fact, two of the most important ones, particularly as we get older, are the legacy contact information. With legacy contact, you can designate another Apple ID, not your own Apple ID, but somebody that has a different Apple ID to be a legacy contact for you. Apple will grant them access to your account when they are notified that you have passed away. Uh, and that allows that legacy contact person to have access to all of your information. Now you can't do that with the same Apple ID. You can't say the app, your own Apple ID is the legacy contact for you. It has to be a different Apple ID. And uh, the other one is account recovery. Okay. That uh, there are very few people that you can get in touch with that are human beings that can actually help you if you lose the passcode for your phone or if you get your Apple ID all screwed up and need to recover your account. But the account recovery person can, but it has to again be a separate Apple ID. So if you've got a husband and wife combination, the husband and wife, they can designate each other as being their recovery and their legacy contact information. As long as they have separate IDs. And as long as they have separate Apple IDs. Now, what Apple has done to try to facilitate this concept of a small family unit is they've actually created a family mode. In family mode, you designate by specifying the other Apple ID as being a family member with you, that person can share the same iCloud storage. They don't share the same data in that storage. They have their independent data, but they do share the same storage. You don't have to pay for extra storage twice. You only do it once. Apps are shared. So if you purchase an app and put it on one of the iPhones, the other iPhone that's part of the family plan has the authority to put that same app on their device. So you can do that. You can also share information, uh, photographs, for example. Apple now has a support for what they call the shared photo library that can be easily shared between individuals, allowing you to behave just like you have a single photo library, which is what you would have had if you were using the same Apple ID. The other thing is if you use the Find My app to keep track of where people and devices are, Find My requires that you have an Apple ID that you can go search for. So if both people have the same Apple ID, then uh, the Find My app says, oh, look, that person's with you. Why? Because your Apple ID, your phone is there and it's right. using your right. phone to identify where these people are. But you both have to have location services. You have, you have both have to have location services turned on. You have to authorize the other person or share your location with the other person so that you're telling them it's okay to know where I am. But by having separate Apple IDs, you're able to locate where that person is and you get some benefit out of that. So what I keep seeing though is this, this trend toward the information and support that you get out of a device like an iPhone or an Apple Watch is very personal. Mm -hmm. It's targeted toward one person and we're seeing more and more and more of that kind of behavior but at the same time, we want to look at this from the standpoint of a family and a family unit. And I think Apple is doing a great job of trying to provide and support both of those environments. So at this point in time, my recommendation would be you should have separate Apple IDs and uh, 
put together a family unit and deal with a family unit. It's a lot, you know, you can share a lot with that because I have the uh, one uh, subscription where I get the news and Apple TV. Yes. All that's shareable. Yes, it so, is. you know, what it seems like <clears throat> that uh, might be, I don't know, to some it might be expensive, $37, but, you know. Oh, for the, the, the ultimate account? Uh, yes. Yeah. But, you know, you're sharing it with somebody else, you can say, hey, you pay half of this. Yeah, know? there you go. Yeah. Um, another question, though. And if oh, well, you, that's when the wife turns around to the husband and says, okay, give me the money. Give me the money, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it always works. Show me out. the money, that's, yeah. That's the way it always works. <laughs> but another, another thing to think about also is if you had the same Apple ID and one spouse had a phone with 128 gigs and the other one had one at 256, it might, it might fill that other phone up really quick. Oh, it could, yeah. 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 There, there's all kinds of uh, yeah. interesting side effect problems, and uh, it, the system would recognize they were two different devices, but it would think they would belong to the same person, right. and that's the key. Yeah. We, we need to start looking at these and saying it needs to identify me as a unique individual and keep my personal information personal or, or like, you know, set up for me, but I want to be able to operate like we're one family unit. Right. So family, yeah. And there's so many, there's so many options you have to share things without, yes. without, you know, having the same Apple ID. You can share events, you can share like calendar events, you can share photos and all that. So right. let's try to move our members away from having uh, the same Apple IDs on both phones. So. We yes. Hope, hope this helps some make that uh, make that move or consider that. And I just want to remind everyone, I'll publish this today. Our meeting will be Wednesday, um, the eighth, and the title of that meeting is sharing, sharing. primarily photos. Primarily photos, <laughs> great. We're so. gonna talk about sharing some other things, but primarily photos. Yeah. So, is there anything that we could maybe? Uh, uh, inform our members to have something to do to get ready for this should they create maybe uh, an album that they no want? I, I think until we uh, actually talk about it and they know okay. what kind of an album and so forth to create and how to go about doing it uh, that's a little problematic um, okay because uh, probably some people know how to create albums but unless they do it the right way they're not going to be able to share it easily fair enough fair enough um, there, you know, I have sent messages out and reminders. Uh, the meeting tomorrow starts at one o'clock, one to mean, three. Uh, Wednesday. I mean Wednesday. I said tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday the eighth, uh, at one o'clock instead of uh, two. So. Uh, instead of one, or instead of noon. <laughs> no, I'm messing it up. <laughs> yeah, we're one. going from noon to two to one to three. <laughs> one one yeah. to three now. Instead. One to three. That's the key. <clears throat> don't come. Don't come in. Don't come, come at noon. Yeah, one to three. And uh, that's probably what it's going to stay at going forward because uh, we're in conflict now with the um, Federation. I think they're picking the second Wednesday of each month to have a town, town hall meeting. So anyway, uh, we like to set up with the Veterans Theater. We don't really want to give that up if we don't have to. So uh, just going in our difference a little hour later is, is worth the benefit of keeping the theater. So, so we hope to see you all there, and I hope you all enjoy it. And thanks for tuning in today. Chet, I think uh, you have anything else to add? No, I, I think that's about it. Uh, we've uh, probably uh, messed with our minds enough at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah at least <laughs> let's, get them, let's get them there at 1 o'clock. Uh... Hey, there you go. Yeah, get them there at 1 o'clock. <laughs> All right, Chet. Have a great day, Chet. All right, you too, Gary. Bye-bye.
I won't you do 